0: Hey, uh, a few things went wrong recently. Um, my microphone was stolen f- from me by a homeless person. So is my axe Cologne. I hope he uses that well. So we're gonna be re- recording the podcast a little bit differently now. For one, the part po- I'm low on money, so I can get a new microphone. And I'm going to start doing the podcast where I take the segments from my videos on Twitter and just stitch them all together. So the topics are going to be basically like two-minute shots, two-minute drills. And, you know, I hope you guys like this kind of format. We're just going to do it long enough to where we're going to do it for a while. And we have some new announcements tell material at the end of the podcast. So, stay tight. So... I took an hour and 43 minutes out of my day to watch Midsommar. I don't know if I'm pronunciating it correctly. Bro, sister, lovely, whoever is listening to this podcast, let me tell you. If this is not an example of why it is unsafe, why it is unwise to vacation with white people in groups of four to five, six, and seven. Bro, man, man, man I, 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 man, I, uh, I don't know where to start at. First off, let me just say this. There's so many, but there, outside of the craziness of this film, there are so many life lessons you can learn about relationships, how to act in relationships, and how to just deal with life in general. If you are involved romantically with a woman who you cannot the fuck stand, forget if your homies can't stand her because they can't stand her any goddamn way because now you're not going to Dave and Buster's with them on Saturdays and Sundays because you got a girlfriend. You can't run the trains or whatever niggas is doing nowadays because you got a girl now. If you at the point where you even hate hearing her voice, when she calls, you just cringe. Your shoulders just lock up. Bro, it is time to leave that woman. It is time to leave her, bro. Like, it's not, it's it's time to go. Like, I, he should, bro, like, my granite, granted, you know, it'd have been great. I wonder what would have been her reaction if he'd have broke up with her, like, 24 hours before her sister, her sister committed suicide, but that's why he should have broke up with her a year beforehand um, And you know what kind of really threw me off about the film is so So I don't do drugs, you know, I don't smoke weed. I don't drink. I don't do I don't participate in any kind of a uh, Recreational drug shit like that. I'm, a, and I'm not knocking people to do it. It's just not for me. I It always shocks me like how popping like ecstasy and acid and pills is amongst white people because I every mean, but it kind of goes both ways because i you know i used to live in the bay area and there was a time when in the bay area and it might still be like this it was really popping to take pills and take ecstasy so i mean it's i, mean, I don't know but in the film's, I won't say the film's good, I'ma say it's unique. I won't say it's great, I'll say it's unique. It kinda reminds me of that film, The Witch. which that film that came out like three years ago, like with all the weird, like, weird sounds. So Disney and the Disney and the Marvel and Marvel Cinematic Universe they have decided to listen to Let's Stay Together by Life Jennings and decide to get back together to make one more baby one more unwanted but profitably worthy love child called Spider-Man 3 that shall be released in two years in 2021. How do I feel about this? I'm happy for Tom Holland you know because one thing, <laughs> I always remember what Chris Rock Always said about when you were acting in Hollywood He's like, if you don't see me in a movie I'm officially unemployed And Tom Holland is probably Feeding his whole family with those checks from Spider-Man So I never want to see a young man without a job Now, personally I am not a fan of this incarnation of spider-man. I I wasn't a fan of the first one I wasn't a fan of spider-man far from home Y'all killed me on my youtube when I put a video up two years ago saying I didn't like it and objectively speaking I can tell that both those films spider-man and spider-man far from home. Those are good films Those are really good films. It's just for me. It's too When I watch those films, I don't know if it's because I get like this childhood feel from it, but like i feel like there's nothing at stake and i might also be low-key jealous because you know tom holland got his lips and hands all over my future baby mama shot. That's in there love you mamas but like you know what i mean like i don't i don't i feel like the films are not just the dark have that dark undertone that i love from scary marvel films and there's no knock to them you know they dope films just you know it's just not my taste but i can objectively say they're good films um when it comes to this you know phase what do they call it phase three phase four phase eighty nine I don't know zone six whatever the hell they call this with all these new Marvel projects that are supposed to be upcoming the only ones that I'm looking forward to I can't say necessarily excited for I'm definitely looking thinking of Scarlet Witch I want to see Scarlet Witch the Scarlet Witch T V series that they're gonna have that Loki the premise for that Loki story I think is gonna be hella trash I'm not I don't know about that I wanna see Thor, this new Thor. I love Chris Hemsworth as Thor. Um, there's not many blonde haired white men whose films I love, but he's definitely in that list. Uh. So Shakira and Jennifer Lopez, you saw you saw how I try to hit the Shakira pronunciation with like the hella, hella, hella Latino influence. Boy, yo, I'm um, side Espanol side. How do I feel about it? This is my personal opinion. If you're doing this for more Latino representation at the Super Bowl, I like that you picked Shakira. I don't know how I feel about you picking Jennifer Lopez to go alongside with her, because I don't know if Jennifer Lopez, in my personal opinion, and only Latinas can speak for this, I don't know if The majority of, like, Latina women look at her in the Latina world, look at her as, like, a pop icon in music, or an icon in music. I look at Shakira like that. I know I can can, can call my homie in in Colombia, my homie in Venezuela. I don't have a homie in Venezuela, but it sounded dope when I said it. I can call them right now, (laughs) hypothetically speaking. And and they'll tell me, like, Shakira is looked at as, like, a goddess from over there. But I don't know that the Latino community looks at Jennifer Lopez like that. I think, truth be told, if you want to be real... And I might be wrong, but I'ma say it. I think American women of a certain age fuck with Jennifer Lopez way more heavily than the Latino Latin American community fucks with Jennifer Lopez. And I don't know. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I'm just telling you from what I've seen and what I've analyzed. You know, if I could, if it, if it was for Latino representation, who I would have put on there? Honestly, I would have put, I would have put Bad Bunny. I would have put. I'd have put Bad Bunny, and I would have put Pitbull, just because even though my opinion about our my opinion about Pitbull's artistry isn't like the most approving, I can't deny that he by far has at least thirty, forty, fifty hits that have that have basically narrated my childhood up until now. Like I'm learning Spanish right now, and I'm learning Spanish listening to a lot of his songs. You know, so. But I think Bad Bunny is definitely the voice of the, of the culture right now. I think Bad Bunny is, I think, um, J Balvin, J Balvin uh, is, um, hell, you could even put Anita up there. Anita could perform or ask them. Anita's more of a Brazilian performer, and I don't know if you could kind of categorize her in that reggaeton, because she does reggaeton songs, but she, she came up in the Brazilian funk, in the funk wave. That's when I started messing with her. But, you know, I don't know, it's... I cannot believe and I shall not forgive that I forgot how popular, how influential, how famous Britney Spears used to be, bro, in between the years of 1999 and 2002. I uh I forgot that, man. I I was telling somebody at, at um at the airbase the other day like, we forget that, bro. Like there was a whole time where she was literally like the Ariana Grande of her time, bro. I was And it's so insane, man. Like I I think I think, the, I, think we, I think the the decline of white women started with Britney Spears. <laughs> I'm real with you, I'm just being for real. I'm not nice. that bro. Like, do you remember that Oh baby, baby? Which in retrospect, when I listen to that song, I don't know why I like that song because objectively I can tell that's a shitty song, but I still will play it sometimes. Like people forget like she was a whole it is so many people out here who you forget were stars like britney spears bow wow got remember nine inch nails uh freaking um slip well slip not a nine inch nails i think they still make money but like you know what i mean it's 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 so weird i think we never talk about that about how many people from the 90s were like stars and just really like were like the epicenter of culture at the time, and now we look at them and it's like, bro, like, bro, where are they? Like, even like, I'm gonna give you a good good example. Remember Ozzy Osbourne? So, I never listened to this man sing a damn song in my life, but I always knew he was a star, and when he was on that song post malone and like i heard people were saying oh post malone's throwing ozzy osbourne a bone uh, i bet i bet you ozzy osbourne got lucky because there was a lot of people who didn't know who he was and there is a certain generation of people who will look at people who say oh i don't know who he is and would be like you don't know who the fuck ozzy osbourne is but they have a valid point because it's just you know i think i think what i'm learning right now is there's nothing wrong with you being younger and not and not being aware of like the cultural influence that somebody might have had back in the day because reality is they were before your time, so it does make it, it does make a difference, you know. I think a lot of the time. Shout out to my little homie Yusuf. i um, I remember a month ago, me and him was at the site, we were just having a conversation about life. And at one point, you know, he asked me like when what was it like to live in the? I do a terrible Egyptian accent by the way, so to all my Egyptian Americans out there, don't at me. Uh, he's like, what was it like, man, to to live in the hood? What was it like to live in the in the ghetto? And I was like, um, and granted, let me pre pre this. I used to. I do not inhabit the ghetto, the trenches anymore. Um, for me. I'm going to say the biggest difference between living in the hood versus living in the, um, in the suburbs is the peace of mind. When you live in the ghetto, you never have those just that peace, that quietness. Like if you live in the ghetto, it's very rare. It's a very small window of time where you just have peace and time to yourself and it's quietness like how you hear all these goddamn cars driving around me because i i I don't i don't have my microphone anymore and i couldn't record this podcast in the studio that sounds like living in the ghetto you always hear people fighting you always hear motherfuckers arguing the homeless person always begging you for a dollar when you walk into your apartment complex when you walk into your apartment it's always a group of niggas standing at the gate waiting for somebody to let them in it's it's just it's Versus when you live in the suburbs, the fact that you can live somewhere where you have just 10 straight hours out of the day where it's just quiet and it's just peaceful, there's no ruckus, there's no disturbances. J- uh, Jamari and they coming come outside to, to beat up Keisha's uh, baby daddy or whatever because he put his hands on his son. Like, it's it's... it's, it's, it's those moments is just like when you live in the suburbs, I'm gonna tell you straight up, you take it you take that for granted because when you in the ghetto, those 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 times of peace are far. And I mean far and few in between. It ain't that everybody's shocked that he looks like his dad. It's just that it's funny that, like... Because I know what it's like. Cause I got a big-ass nose, too. I'm a cute nigga, but I got a big-ass nose, too. So I know what it's like when you you get that one strong-ass feature from your dad. His, his jeans didn't do shit else for you but give you that one big-ass bell pepper nose. So I, I, I know how the baby feels, you know. Um, but I listened to the album. Um, my issue with the baby, and I'm going to say this. The baby is my favorite rapper... From down south, period, point blank. My issue with the baby is is I feel like his beat selection isn't the most stellar. These songs, the first my favorite song so far is Bop, and um it's his other one that's, that's like a few songs after that. I like the songs because I love his flow. I love his voice. I love his cadence But I feel like he could pick better beats like when you listen to that song under the Sun with him and J Cole on that uh, Dreamville compilation album His flow on there low-key seemed to bypass everybody else because he has a he has a very good nine out of ten Dope-ass flow, so it's gonna sound good on most beats. And it's the same thing on that Shug, Shug record Like when you listen to that song Shug his cadence, his flow is so dope that you pay attention to just that, versus, you know what I'm saying, like, but I feel like, with this album, just the beats are okay, but I feel like he gotta, and I don't know if maybe, because I remember him saying, like, he tries to pick producers from North Carolina, I don't know if, if everybody who's producing these beats are from the Carolinas, but I do feel like he could do a better job of just, in that aspect, of, like, picking beats that are more... You know what I mean To more compliment his vocal tone, more compliment what he what he brings to the what he brings musically and et cetera, et cetera. But outside of that, I mean it's a cool album. I mean for me, my favorite out of all his bodies of work, my favorite body work by his so far is still um the one that came out just before Big going Baby on Baby. The one um, I think it's called Four Time or. Um, four times or I forgot what that one was called but the one that came just before going baby on baby that one to my day to this date I had you can tell that one was his best one because a lot of a lot of the songs that was all going on baby on baby was on that one so but shout out to the baby you know it's a cool album so I have one of the most diverse audiences in podcasting, so I'm not talking shit, but it is something to be said about how this nigga was in literally one of the most historically black cities in the world, like Eminem came out of there, and you see what them niggas did to him, like how, and his whole audience was just all white, damn they're all white people, like it is something you said about that, um and I bring that up because I'm wondering, is it like the so is it a common notion now that black people as a whole we are off Kanye West or are we still rocking with him I don't know are we still dealing with his bullshit um I heard how Kim Kanye Kim said that the album is to be released on Sunday not Friday first it said it was gonna be released on Friday then it said it wasn't what happened was I'm gonna tell you what happened that damn the baby Kirk album came out and that nigga's voice scared him Ooh, I can't compete with that let me, let me, move, let me move dates but then they said they were moving it. Then they said they were gonna release it on 8 p.m. am in a, This is Kanye West. I'm not even surprised anymore. Like Kanye West could literally shit in his hands and clap and I would not be shocked. Like this is just as Kanye. This is pure Kanye. Like half the we are so the, the I'ma tell you historically with Kanye what I've learned. We get mad at Kanye when he says something stupid that we disagree with, but he has a history of saying stuff stupid. Like This thing has a 16 year history of documented recorded video footage of him saying and doing wild shit. So this is the least of the most surprising things he could have done, period. I thank you, Bianca, for your contributions to Negro culture in between 2006 and 2007 with the chicken noodle soup. Even though that dance is quite ancient. But I will say this. If we're going to take time to reminisce on the early 2000s and give credence and give props to all the people who had us dancing, like like the minstrel shows in high school mid- and middle school step shows, then let's not just stop with, with Bianca. Let's talk about Huey with Pop, Lock, and Drop It. Let's talk about D4L with that song. Tat 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 tat. Ayy Let's talk about that. Let's have conversations about that one song. Watch me crank that Batman. Watch me. Uh. uh watch me. Uh. Watch me crank that Batman. All right, my man. How we. How. How can we forget that? Like, I'm just saying. Like we we're, I'm just saying. It's a lot. It's a lot of other good songs that came out in between that time, in between 2006 and 2007. That we. All right, lady. You have a good one. But like that, we can that we can give great that we can give a lot of love and respect to um um what's another what's another good one what's another good one outside of that um that's what i can think of that was it for the greatest voice the people's paradise thank you for listening um letting you know right now that february 2020 in four months in four months we are going to be opening up the patreon for the podcast which means we're going to have a lot of merch coming out that i want you guys to let me know on twitter let me know on twitter what are some good ideas for merch that you guys will want to buy? Whether it's shirts, whether it's t shirts, braces, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. Let me know, you know. Give me some ideas to start setting this thing up. We have four months to prepare. So, thank you for listening, and I hope you, you know, participate.